Welcome to the Dr. Berg's Healthy Keto and Intermittent Fasting Podcast, where Dr. Berg takes you on the journey for the truth about getting healthy and losing healthy weight. There are roughly about seven ways to know if you are low in vitamin C, okay? But I first want to cover some confusions about vitamin C. Um, the first one is between synthetic vitamin C and natural vitamin C. If you look this up, um, you'll, you'll be told that they're the same. There's no difference between synthetic vitamin C and natural vitamin C. Uh, chemically, they're the exact identical molecules. Well, these studies, if you actually read them, mainly talk about absorption rate, okay? It's absorbed the same. Well, they might be the same, but in nature, they're very, very different. In fact, ascorbic acid, which is now called vitamin C, really is just one little piece of the vitamin C complex. In nature, you never see just plain ascorbic acid. But when you see the studies that show there's no difference between synthetic versus natural, they're really only talking about absorption rate, okay? They're not talking about if vitamin C created an effect in the body. They're mainly talking about, well, it absorbs at the same rate in the same amount, um, but I wanna know, will it actually fix my problem, right? Well, even the gentleman who discovered vitamin C, okay, back, I think it was 1939, said that you can't cure scurvy, okay, with isolated ascorbic acid, okay? You can't cure scurvy. Scurvy is a severe vitamin C deficiency. And I'm not saying that there's no benefits from synthetic vitamin C. I just want to let you know there's a huge difference between synthetic versus what you see in nature that is part of the vitamin C complex. And most of the synthetic vitamin C that is sold out there is made by China and they make it from sulfuric acid and corn starch, okay? And you're gonna tell me that's the same thing as what they have in nature. Well, I don't think so. In nature, vitamin C comes as a complex. You have ascorbic acid as one part. You also have vitamin P, which is the, the bioflavonoids part. And P stands for permeability because it's related to vascular permeability. And this is why if you're deficient, you tend to have more bleeding because there's more leaking through your capillaries, okay? And then you also have vitamin K as part of the vitamin C complex too. So that's included in a lot of functions. And the J factor has to do with increasing oxygen in the lung. And you also have copper as a trace mineral within the vitamin C complex in an enzyme form called tyrosinase, which is involved in rebuilding collagen, okay? And connective tissue. So this is why vitamin C is very, very important in uh, collagen formation, connective tissue, joint health. And a lot of the vitamin C is stored in the adrenal glands, okay? And your white blood cells also need vitamin C as part of the immune system. Um, when you take vitamin C, the duration of your cold can be a little bit less, but your immune system needs vitamin C. Vitamin C is good for connective tissue and also supporting the walls of the capillaries to make sure they don't leak. Vitamin C is a very powerful antioxidant. In one study, which I'm going to put down below, they tested in a lab 
okay? So they took vitamin C and they wanted to see if it, it was a really good antioxidant. And they found it actually was a pro-oxidant, okay, in this study. Well, what does that mean? Well, very simply, if you envision a free radical, okay, which is it's kind of an unpaired electron. Let's say you took this little plate that's spinning on my, my finger and you had two different weights on either side to balance it out as it spins, right? Um, and then you took one of these, these weights off. You can compare that to a free radical because it's an unpaired electron. So we have uh, something that's not gonna balance. And since this thing is spinning, you can have a lot of damage with this unstable radical molecules. An antioxidant comes in and donates that missing electron. So now it can be balanced and spin and be more stable. But if you're gonna take uh, ascorbic acid, okay, or any synthetic antioxidant, and what's gonna happen, it's going to donate its electron and then it itself is gonna be unpaired. It becomes a free radical. In nature and in your body, you, you always have networks of antioxidants. So then one donates electron, it can then receive another electron from another antioxidant and they can share their electrons. Um, in fact, vitamin C helps to regenerate vitamin E with this very uh, same mechanism. Because let's say, for example, you have a lot of um, um, problems in your arteries and vitamin E is donating the electrons and you also took vitamin C. Vitamin C can help recharge the vitamin E so it can then start donating more of these electrons to help with this antioxidant effect. All right, what are the ways that you can determine if you're low in vitamin C? Well, number one, the big one is bleeding gums, right? If you brush your teeth and it's you have these red little streaks in your toothbrush and you're bleeding in your gums, chances are you're low in vitamin C. Number two, you might have these small little red and purple dots on your skin. Sometimes you see them in the lower leg. Sometimes they can be anywhere in the body. Okay, but this is an indication of low vitamin C. Another one, number three, is bruising. Now, remember I talked about this K1 right here in the vitamin C complex? Well, vitamin K helps to prevent bleeding. Okay, so it's kind of a coagulation. So it's going to help you prevent um, this excessive bleeding when you injure yourself. But if you have a vitamin C deficiency without any injury, no, no reason for bruising and you get a bruise, you might want to look at a vitamin C deficiency. Next one is dry, rough, scaly skin. Okay, that can be a vitamin C deficiency. And as a side note, the chemical uh, structure of vitamin C is very similar to glucose, okay? And so if you're consuming sugar, at the same time you're consuming vitamin C, guess what's going to take priority? The glucose. This is why kids... Adults who consume a lot of sugar are usually always low in vitamin C. Also, if you're a smoker, you're going to be deficient in vitamin C because the need for vitamin C goes way up. Okay, chicken skin, like maybe in the back of the arms, you see these little, little uh, bumps that you have, okay? And they're slightly red, or it could be on the legs or your thighs. Uh, that could be a vitamin C deficiency. It could also be an omega-3 fatty acid deficiency as well. Nosebleeds are a symptom of low vitamin C, okay? And then we have dry splitting hair, which is another indication that you are low in vitamin C. Now, the best way to get vitamin C is from food or food concentrates, from lemon or lemon juice. The problem with lemon juice is that it's heated and heat destroys vitamin 
C. So if you're going to use lemon juice to get your vitamin C, uh, make sure you get it from actual lemons that you juice or blend the whole lemon like I do in the morning with a glass of water and a teaspoon of my electrolyte powder. It tastes great. But you can get vitamin C from peppers, any type of peppers, green peppers, red peppers. Vitamin C is in cabbage. Vitamin C is in the berries. But the highest vitamin C is in sauerkraut, okay? Sauerkraut. One cup of sauerkraut could give you up to like 10 times the vitamin C that your body requires each day.